worst job ever worst client ever worst employee ever these are things we hope we never have to say or hear about ourselves in any conversation but as we are talking i'm sure you can think of at least one person at work that made you go worst ever welcome to this episode of small talk with raincraft where we discuss hiring firing and everything in between particularly when we don't get to actually see each other i'm subha and i'm hasita a bad hiring choice or landing a bad gig is actually more common than we think 3 in 4 employers around the world have hired the wrong person for a job and paid the price quite literally this rather high percentage is interesting because none of us actually set out to find a bad person to hire right and yet it happens time and time again perhaps the real question to answer then is this what goes into hiring right so much of bringing a new person into a team has to do with the company's own culture and values when we set out to hire someone we usually talk about all of the problems we'd like them to solve for us without ever stopping to consider our own environment and culture for example a job description will ask for a go getter or a people person but that's not a qualifier really if you weren't a go getter or a people person you'd probably not be hired anyway true it's a bit like a restaurant saying we use strict hygiene measures which actually is the baseline expectation when it comes to a place where we eat speaking of job descriptions i've also encountered some which are quite simply a list of ideal attributes and this applies to both the skills and the qualities they are looking for there are several jo- job postings that ask specifically in marketing because that's where i've seen the most job descriptions too they ask for experience in copywriting seo campaign planning brand strategy and sometimes even photoshop well to be honest that isn't an individual they're looking for that's called a team the first tenet of hiring right really is to actually know what you want and not just from the perspective of skills but also from the culture aspect on a podcast called at the table with patrick lencioni there's an episode on this very subject and i love some of the ideas they put out there The first one is that a company's culture is not just a list of 10 words that sound aspirational but a list of 3 words that are actually true. So if I had to describe Braincraft, what words would I use? I think generous, efficient and creative. So the next step is to hire and partner with people who have similar core values. How do we gauge these values? creativity for example goes much beyond a portfolio right creative people when pitching for a project or wanting to get hired do what it takes to reach and connect with the person who will be hiring them they are very savvy in getting things done in an hour of interaction it's often hard to tell who's the right person for the job and who isn't i mean if skills were all we needed they're not exactly hard to come by but we need these values and behaviors to align and that in turn is a factor of how well the hiring or engagement conversation goes and there's so much that's been said about how we understand not just the words but also the movement the posture the hand gestures and the vibe for lack of a better word 
there was an instance quite recently where i had the opportunity to listen in on a hiring call and this was happening over the phone so there were no visual cues whatsoever the person on the other end seemed to be highly skilled and knowledgeable but something about their tone was simply not sitting well with me and when i thought about it later i realized that this person was bringing a certain amount of forcefulness to the conversation which i felt was probably not required now this may seem like a very subjective assessment to make but that's exactly what the hiring process is all about right i get what you mean and this is quite the unpopular opinion in the sense that no one talks about it but we do hire with our gut and i remember the call that you're talking about and it's probably not just the fact that it didn't sit well with you it's also a red flag for the hiring manager will this person be open to other people's views will this person be a good listener or are they going to go with the view that they know it all the question then is how do we put our instincts to good use particularly when we have no cues to go on one thing that works for the leaders and founders i work with is also the simplest to implement it is always a good idea today to ask for a video meeting when interviewing new people or starting on a new engagement with an agency or a freelancer or a partner company it certainly helps to see people while talking to them and using this advantage for some informal conversation to flow to the next step especially when an external hiring agency is involved is to ask them to filter aggressively based on some parameters such as picking up the call at the scheduled time responding in coherent english when an email is sent etc these may seem like hygienic measures but they save everyone time and filter out most people in the very first round hmm so the idea is to think of hiring as a two step process the first step is elimination and the second one is the actual selection to be honest it is easier to work with a smaller pool of great candidates particularly when hiring online i also heard a friend mention a data science equation and it's called the secretary problem interestingly it basically says that you meet your ideal candidate before or at the 37% mark in the hiring process so if there are 10 people to interview and you already like someone among the first four you should go ahead and just hire that person it isn't to say that the other six will be terrible but if you've already met the person you want to work with every subsequent interview is only going to diminish in terms of returns that's an interesting statistic especially in this world of fomo and always fearing that you're missing out on something unless you speak to all 10 candidates but if the numbers speak we'll do well to believe them now for the trickiest bit about hiring which is hiring for values there are companies that have their core values strongly in place and they know what they're looking for the next step then is to maximize these values in the candidate you're hiring going back to the podcast at the table we often have three key values in mind and compromise on one as long as two are met however if there ever is a time to not compromise on your core values that is right now these are the values that have kept these businesses going during a lockdown and bad economy so if raincraft's values are generosity and efficiency and creativity it is very tempting to hire someone who has two of these traits or to engage with someone who's qualifies on two 
but not having the third one automatically causes problems someone with no efficiency will have trouble keeping up with the agency life however earnest they may be likewise someone who is generous and efficient but lacks creativity may cause problems with clients or with their own team members when they can't come up with solutions for simple things or can't come up with way, different ways of doing something but then how do we really gauge any of these traits on a zoom call i can imagine efficiency as something that could reflect in how someone speaks or structures their thoughts during a call the other traits are tougher but i think someone who's able to come up with a solution mindset and talk about how they solve problems and not about the problem itself is in my mind a good parameter for creativity and especially if these things come up organically in a conversation i think i would consider that a good conversation yes it is difficult more so because very few people show up for an interview not wanting to make an impression the subtle cues could help how do they talk about their previous company is there a bit of generosity in that irrespective of the kind of experience they've had there oh very much so irrespective of their experience how they talk about it can give you many indicators and an other indicator of generosity is going out of their way on little things or being willing to think about it and coming back to you right i mean as a freelancer or as an agency we have multiple conversations in terms of what exactly we are engaging for and the scope so i'd like someone who says okay you know we're agreeing for so much of content in a month three blogs plus or minus one and there's a subtle bit of generosity there but none of these factors can be applied across the board and there's always the question of what happens when someone is highly skilled but lacks the ability to communicate some of these values in such cases i'd personally err on the side of caution especially when engaging virtually but none of this is to say that every potential employee needs to do 10 interviews marvelously well we are all human just being authentic is often a game changer and it's action time subha can we list out three things our listeners can do to hire better or to land a gig better in the virtual context always start with your company's core values these become the basis for all engagement conversations as an individual look at your own core values and this is what needs to be in sync then ask for video meetings mention this up front but also offer to reschedule once given the circumstances today third continue to use and interpret the subtler cues except that now you also tie them in with your or the company's values and culture That sounds like a plan and certainly more doable than going into a hiring conversation blind. And with that, we are ready to wrap up this episode of Small Talk. What has your virtual hiring experience or how has it been like to land a gig this year? Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com/raincraft or write to us at connect@raincraft.in. If you loved this episode, please share it with your team and we'll see you next time. Thank <music> you.